everyone, and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street. A monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash A Nightmare on Fear Street or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at. It's like, I'm still 629. Hi. All right. We are live. And tonight we're back talking about Chucky, of course. We come at you live every Wednesday to see what our little Chucksters gotten into. And these mini-sodes go up the next day. So we're not editing because we're drinking. So don't even, the ums and the uhs are there for a reason. True. <laughs> don't part. judge us. Right. And again, we're joined by Ryan and Brother Ghoulish. Welcome back, Ryan. Hey, y'all. Ooh, I'm feeling it. Yes. <laughs> All right. But before we get into, into this week's episode... Sheree, let's go back in time and let us know our poll results from last week's episode. Awesome. So if you listen to us on Spotify for the Chucky Minisodes, Minisodes, wow, um, <laughs> there is a poll uh, where you get to vote for the best moment of the week. And last week's moment you voted for was the kids stomping melted Chucky. That was your favorite moment. It brought families together. Like, congrats, good. team. <laughs> I agree. That teamwork. It makes the dream work. <laughs> All right, well, now let's get into this week's episode, episode six, Cape Queer. Okay, so our discussion topic for today. Do we think the killing of two regular uh, characters in one episode is a warning shot? Like, is everybody in danger? I think so. I think no holds barred these last two episodes. Listen, I'm surprised Logan's still there. Look. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, because you kind of have to have a, a, a negative, fo- you know what I mean? Like... They killed off Junior's only like emotional tie. They killed out everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like they killed off two regulars last night in dramatic ways, and so like I feel like because I was out like they gonna kill Devin tonight. I see the chandelier, and they're like swerve, mischief. <laughs> they tricked you. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Ryan? I would have to say, like, it's definitely a warning shot. Like, it's about to be, like, some Macbeth-type shit. Everybody's dying. Like, in the final act, it's going to explode, like, in Scream 3. But this time, there's going to be bodies, like, flying in the air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Airborne last night. I I lived my best life. I there, okay. Life. There was so much that happened on last night's episode. I say last night, even though I just got done watching it, so it's like I'm still feeling on my feels. <laughs> so let's get into it. Whew. Um, I just want to say that fuck you, Andy, as Andy and Kyle shot Charlie. <laughs> Chucky <laughs> made me giggle so hard. <laughs> and it was just enough Pulp Fiction and just enough camp and just enough, don't forget what the fuck you're watching. I live my best life. I, I am, I'm just loving as they add more of these original characters into this. I get that it's towards the end of the season, but I like that they're adding them and we're getting to reconnect with our Chucky family um, and doing it in a really fun, creative way, like like making Andy and his babysitter like... <laughs> uh, Partners in crime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his sister, well, his foster sister. Oh, is that, okay. It's been so long, y'all. I didn't revisit those movies. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, um, but yeah, no, it's fun. Cause I was like, how, how are we gonna see them? Cause it's been built up now, what are we gonna do? And they were like, census takers, do you have any other dolls child? And I was like, ooh, <laughs> this is getting spicy already. For some reason, I forgot that she survived Child's Play too. Like it, it slipped my mind. So I was very happy to see her. Cause I know she pops up. I think it's in either Curse or Cult. Because I was like, who this? And it was like flashbacks, like, oh, that's right. He had a foster sister because they were the ones that survived that time. I do oh. like that they, they give us like little split second flashbacks to be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that person. Okay, thank you. You got I to. appreciate this, that too. Yeah. 30 year franchise. If you don't give us a little bit of something, we'd be like, who this? Who are you? <laughs> who are you again? It, it's not shade. We watch so much horror. Like, it's right. just, it just happens. But it had to have been cold. Because I've watched Curse so many times. Like, I love Curse of Chucky so much. Mm-hmm. You're right. Because she finds the bits of Chucky in his house when he's not there. And in order for him to not be there, you got to be, yeah. yeah. And that's why she brings it up in this episode. Like, why'd you have that head for so long? And <laughs> so not tell me nothing about it. Two weeks, they ain't talked about it. That's a family. <laughs> 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 um. So I want, okay. Just first, my first discussion topic. Devin's mom. Because I went through a roller coaster with this woman on this episode, like I do most episodes, but really in this episode. Because, number one, why did she think this teacher did it? Like, the only really kind of positive person in these kids' lives. And she's like, you killed the principal. And I'm like... I can answer that, Trent. It's because she is the sloppiest cop ever. Like, it was so (laughs) on brand for her to, like, bust in the classroom, everybody freeze! And, you know, points the gun at the, at the teacher, and, like, there's, like, literally dissected frogs, like, everywhere. Like, <laughs> I just, I really was disappointed, but not surprised. And then the and black the teacher was, was like... back today. <laughs> what, what got to me is that I want to know this teacher's history, because they keep alluding to shit, and I'm like, is it going to be important, or are you just, like, fucking with us? Because mm. she's all like, you got a juvenile record. And I'm like, why is that important? Who is she? I wonder if she's a Chucky victim too. Like it Twitter was blowing up. Twitter was blowing mm. up with if, if she's Glenn Glinda or not. And I was like, I feel like if that were the case, she would have had a more of a response to that Chucky doll when it was in her possession. But Twitter, yeah. Twitter got thoughts. <laughs> we'll see. But okay, so again with Devin's mom. So we have that scene. And in that scene, De- or Devin says, she didn't do it. I know she didn't do it. And the mom's like, How do you know? And he's like, well, I can't tell you that a doll did it in front of everybody. So I'm just going to not say anything. And then later on, in the next scene, she's like, I should have believed you about Jake. Well, if you can't believe it, if you should have believed about Jake, you should believe about this. But then she redeems herself when they're talking about Jake. And she's like, you know, she supports him. And I think that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, after Devin tells him and tells her that he does feel those ways that way about Jake. I thought that was a really nice moment. And then she did at the end of the episode. So I'm like, well, that roller coaster's <laughs> over. <laughs> I wish I wrote down the exact quote from Joe's article in Bloody Disgusting. Um, Joe from Horror Queers. He he was writing about it and how she's a bad cop, but a good mom, apparently. <laughs> and it just <laughs> it summed up her character. And it's the eulogy she gets. Look. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I wanted I just want to put this out there. Sheree. You got what you wanted on the first episode. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> and did you not? That that tumble was a tumble. I was like, that, ooh. I, I was hurt. like, it's, it's too many staircases for my knuckle down it. Um, I I was like, oh no, her neck is like in a different zip code now. And <laughs> 
And again, I was worried about baby Devin, and I didn't know Devin's mom was going to appear and be like, I'll be the victim. Right. She reached the bottom of the steps and turned into Gabriel real quick on him. Like, it was... (laughs) (laughs) It was a tent. (laughs) Gabriel strikes again. Right. (laughs) It was just funny, because, like, you see her and Bree being good moms, and so you're like, one of them about to die. When I'm about to die, and then Bree dies the most dramatic death I've ever seen on TV. And I'm like, okay, so Detective Evans is gonna leave. And she's like, no, I'm not. And I was like, oh. got pushed out that window. Y'all. The kiss. When he blows in the kiss. But that fall, it was definitely giving me Lady Gaga off paparazzi because it was like super slow motion. <laughs> it was just like, I was feeling it. But like, then when she actually hit the car, I, I snapped back to reality. Like, oh, she's dead. Like, it's a sad. And right in front of her, like, look at my dead face, son. It's look right in front me. of you. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to get into Junior. I'm just not. Um, <laughs> I'm a fucking somebody who sparks joy. Like, okay. I need Fiona to win so many awards because every week they get a whole other level to her and she, like, meets them at this challenge. Because she's playing Nika, she's playing Chucky as Nika, she's playing Nika pretending to be Chucky, pretending to be Nika. Like it's just I can't keep track no more. I'm just like, can we have like like hold up a card? Because she's got she gotta do postures and voices for all these fools. And it's a lot like Orphan Black, but with only like two characters playing opposite each other in herself. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. You know what I like about um the scene with like Nika clearly being Nika and Jennifer Tilly like getting hip. Yep. I like that they went in a different direction with it because I at first I thought it was going to be, you know, very, oh, you're, you know, you're not Chucky. Chucky would never say something romantic to me and then kind of go down that road. But they completely just went somewhere else with it that was like much more refreshing and entertaining and unexpected. Like for her to be like, you know, married, what, what type of couples does she say? Like, married couples like me and you. I'm like, <laughs> this woman, like, literally, she will not take her foot off of our necks. Never. At all. I, I, am, I am in love with Jennifer Tilly. I, 100%. I, I, have like, a, I have a new no. life goal. I want Jennifer Tilly to teach me how to play poker because I have no idea how to play. Mm-hmm. And she plays it professionally, so I'm sure she's great. I, I also just love her vocal choices with this Tiffany as Jennifer Tilly because, yeah. like, when she gets quiet, and I'm like, oh no, it's maybe some violence. And when she gets loud and like her giggles, like when she runs off the <laughs> realtor. <laughs> that was hilarious, by the way. <laughs> so good. Yeah, his parents died here. Such great memories. <laughs> <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I thought it was a really interesting choice that. Tiffany says that she essentially would choose Nika over Chucky Nika because, and I, I was like, that's a really interesting plot device or like plot choice or character choice, I should say. I think it's because she's ready to be the lead as opposed to the sidekick, especially because Chucky is just so toxic. And so I think she's like funneling whatever Nika looks at her as, as romance, as opposed to pity or fear. <laughs> Cause she's used to Charles Lee Ray looking at her in a completely different way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably, I think that's probably right. And I think that she's kind of always been in love with Chucky, but kind of like sees Chucky as like, even in Bride of Chucky and in Seed of Chucky too, she struggles a lot with some of the stuff Chucky wants to do. Cause she's like, why are you doing this? This is crazy. And so I think we're seeing that even more played out in this 
uh, in this incarnation of the story. I think it's really interesting. She likes people who are like, it seems like like emotionally distant. And what's starting to happen with everything that's going on with like Chucky is this new iteration require like like requires a lot of work from her that she is not into. Like, so it's, it's like for her to pivot like this is actually really funny to me. Yeah. No, I, she definitely was like, um, I'm going to order this coat. And you see the picture of what the coat's going to look like. And it gets there and it's a different color and a different length. And it's got like pleats and shit. And you're like, this is not, this is not what I wanted. Oh. <laughs> <And so laughs> She can't send Chucky back, obviously. <laughs> so she's like, I'm gonna make it work, but I'm gonna make I'm gonna alter it a little bit. Right, right. So fun. I so like I knew that we were gonna have to like go through a window because like the title card told us that. Because mm-hmm. shards of glass is like, mm, what's gonna happen? And which like Bree shows up at the doctor's office, like these are a lot of windows. Oh my god, it's gonna be you. It's gonna be you. Um, but I was still gagged, gooped, and <laughs> my body. I mean, they did the damn thing. They did it. 100%. It's, my, it's my favorite death. It's my favorite death. For sure. Yeah, For sure. It, it was definitely, like, a really cool visual. And it was kind of funny, because, like, do y'all remember, like, as she was falling, his ass was like, <laughs> like, like, oh... <laughs> the drama of like they don't waste like they take advantage of so many moments and it just it adds to it for me. I need Chucky to get a TikTok, and I want him to yes. do that TikTok that's like, "Am I the drama? <laughs> I'm not the drama. Am I the villain? <laughs> I'm not the villain." <laughs> 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 so good. I hate drama. <laughs> <laughs> You pushed her ass, and you stand there. It's almost some damn. It's everything. It's everything. It. I was laughing at so many points like that. Like even when um he was hugging a little uh girl, and then he says, "You made me do this." I I almost <laughs> lost my shit, and he stayed in it for a moment. That scene, I had questions when I was done laughing because like the parents are sitting there and they're not like, "Is that a knife?" And right. then, like, the guns come out, and they're not like, oh, these guns? It's not until they actually shoot Chucky in the forehead. And they're like, oh, we got to go into action. And I'm like, you just watched a whole little, like, Texas showdown go down. This is like a Western. And now you're concerned. Now that there's, like, right. doll blood in your carpet. And you're like, oh, yeah. Our kid also was in danger. <laughs> My favorite Chucky. Like, Why didn't y'all run? Right. Or, like, grab the daughter. They just got like, <gasps> Oh, I just I just showed how much of a parent I should not be. I definitely did say run and trance like grab the child. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> that was her friend. That's her problem. I, I'm not friends. <laughs> I was back on uh Michael energy with uh fuck them kids. <laughs> My favorite Chucky one-liner in this episode was after Devin tastes him and he's, he's laying on the floor. He's like, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> that part was funny and accurate. Like, Chucky has yes. been in so many different dolls over the course of, like, how many years has it technically been canonically? Almost 40. Yeah. yeah. And don't they, and don't, doesn't Andy, and don't they say that how many dolls they've killed? 
They I did want, at one point. I think it's like 30 or so. Like, it's a lot. <laughs> I want to see those stories. Like, what happened in a comic book, obviously, or a cartoon. I don't care. But, like, I want to see all the Chucky deaths. <laughs> Boom. Season, season two. Let's do it. Don, call us up. We've got storylines. Uh, if we don't get a season two, I will riot. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, okay. So, I know, I know Sheree doesn't want to talk about him. But I've got to get this off my chest. Junior, junior, junior. Okay, so after, I get it. I get it. It's traumatizing. Your mother just fell on top of you, on top of a car, and is dead. I get it. But then to blame Jake, who had nothing to do with it, who wasn't even there, who, and he's like, we were fine until you got that. Bitch, your mama still had cancer. She had cancer before Jake got there. She doesn't tell you. Wasn't nobody in this town fine, especially Junior's born ass. I need him to learn accountability. Because, like, he breaks up with Lexi right before shit goes down in this episode. And I'm like, you could have done that years ago. But also, um, that annoyed me, too, because he broke up with her because you're not spending all your time with me. Sorry, we can't be together. Bullshit. He, let her have her life. Even though I'm not a big Lexi fan, but let her have her life. <laughs> The fact that he made me like Lexi more is a problem. Like, because I'm rooting for her to die, and I'm like, at least she ain't junior. What does that say about this character? <laughs> Every week, I'm like, is she dead yet? Is she dead yet? Oh, but Junior's here. Who invited him? Look. I thought this was going to be the episode. I thought they were going to kill her. It, it, it felt like they were setting it up to happen. And then when it didn't happen, I was... I know I said she was redeemable, but somehow I felt like Damn, I actually was looking forward to her dying. That's interesting. It was like undulating in a deep, dark place. I think it's still too early. I think if you're going to kill Lexi, it's got to be episode eight. Like, maybe even the last one. I just... She has earned it. She has earned a death. That's all I know. Um, It's all I want for her character. (laughs) For the story. I, (laughs) I I still say she's redeemable. Especially in this episode where Chucky's like... Kill Jake. You know you want to kill Jake. He's like trying to manipulate her. And like she's obviously like playing with him because Jake, she yeah. sees him coming in there. And like as soon as he stabs Jake, she like goes to comfort him. And I'm like, this is this is kind of odd. But I'm I'm here for it. I love a redemption story. I'm a cheese ball. Is she comforting him or is she trying to keep him alive because she knows Chucky's after Jake and not her? And she's like, there's another target here. I don't trust a bitch. I don't trust a bitch. I won't trust a bitch. Um, every time Chucky's in the room with her, though, I call it thirst trapping because I want him to stab her and they won't. They're just teasing me. It's like Chucky's here with a knife. What's gonna happen? Nothing. I I did find it interesting though that when he did, because like when he shut that door and he said, "I got you now, bitch," I was almost like, "Okay, she's done." Like, Lexi, you had a good run, girl. But here we are. But then he flipped it and then was trying to manipulate her, and I think that's. That shows you where the Chucky knows where his where true power is, and it's in his his ability to manipulate people and to doing what he wants, not necessarily doing it himself. I knew, I knew she wasn't gonna die because we just threw Bree through a window, and we were only killing one regular character at a time until this moment. <laughs> so I was like, oh, these are the rules. Um, but I didn't know what was gonna happen. I did not foresee these chain of events happening. I felt like they were going to kick in and it was going to be a tussle and Chuck was going to get away, obviously, or this one would die and another one would like be reborn or take his place like the Slayers. Um, <laughs> or Nick okay. and Chucky would snap too. Um, but I did not see, I did not see all of this chaos that I love. Like 
I don't know who is like the last 10 minutes of every episode must be heightened drama. It must be chaos. It must be an opera. Because like it's the last 10 minutes of these episodes for me every time. Oh, yeah. 100%. And something you said, Trent, like is like what I love about this TV show because I think one of the rebuttals that I'm always talking about is Chucky couldn't kill me because he's like so little and so I would literally punt him. That's I always feel like this. Right. But what you're talking about is what makes Chucky dangerous. Like it's his influence. He can get into people through different means, like getting into right. their minds in this show. And I I think it's effective especially because they're kids. And yeah. he's literally like he's grooming some of them. He's um he has no loyalty like he's turning against them any chance he gets and it's it's really fascinating because that's literally what Charles Lee Ray is he's an entity that went or got into something and he's yeah. keeping that contagion going with the cult and the cult spreading because he's still being like a you know he's spreading yeah. now through the youth and it smells like teen spirit and it's interesting <laughs> soundtrack <laughs> for the next episode right. <laughs> he was going to get into if he hadn't ended up having to go through a doll's body because he does have like, those oh, cult leader yeah. techniques and he was reading the voodoo mm-hmm. book and so I'm just like what was he playing if he had stayed an actual man like what was that going to look like well because we're already seeing that. that even even outside of what we saw in that first movie he had other people in his pocket he yeah. had Tiffany already where so I'm assuming she's not dead at that point I don't know that we haven't gotten there in the flashback and Caputo too come to and think Caputo, of it we still had, he still had Caputo and he had, yeah, like you said, he has the personality in some way to be charming and captivating. And yeah, I think that's why, you know, it was it was extremely smart for Don Mancini to go the route of Cult of Chucky in that film to start building this idea that he's now bringing into the television series. And I think it's brilliant. Was, uh, he's so good. Right. We are not worthy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's going to be us next episode, like 30 minutes just doing this. <laughs> We're like post-verbal at that point. Right. Like, with, with the like, is, your, is your neck okay? It's all right. <laughs> it's a workout. Look, we are doing what we need to do at the altar of Tilly. Listen, give her all the things. I Again, I as a 90s kid, I am familiar with Jennifer Tilly's work because you always sneak and watch it because it was always like that late night HBO Cinemax yeah. tells from the crib shit. So you're like, now that everybody's asleep, what's this about? Oh, <laughs> um, and this is some of the best. She's getting to have fun. She's getting to breathe. She's getting to like have agency in a character that she helped create. And it's a beautiful thing to see. Like, we this is one of those shows where I wish the acting would be recognized, which it won't because people piss on John when awards roll around. Yeah. But I feel like her and Fiona, if nobody else, should be considered because again, <laughs> like Fiona is giving us so many fucking layers every week, and every week is another layer on top of it. And then also playing her dad in the flashbacks, which I feel like has to be a mind fuck, even if you do have a good relationship with your dad. <laughs> I I just I love I love this I love this I love that we grabbed her from those last two movies and was like we're gonna keep you, um and give you more to do, yeah I'm a fan I'm a fan of the ladies. Me too. I knew hey. that about you, Sheree. I knew that about you. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I like the when you mentioned the voodoo book, Sheree. It actually um because I. That part of the episode worked really well for me. Because, like, one of the things I hated about the original Child's Play is that they made it, like, a voodoo storyline. And for yeah. all the obvious reasons. You make it right. this. 
you know, uh, malevolent force when voodoo, that it's just not the tea. But this one shows why the shit went wrong because his ass is sitting up here reading the voodoo for dummies. Like, <laughs> of course, the shit went wrong. Like, it was really like spot on. The moment he sat down and broke the book out, I literally said, I gotta take a break. And I literally went and made some ramen. Like, it was, <laughs> it was so fucking funny. I just, I love that they did that because we are, we're always like, where did he learn voodoo? How did he pick up voodoo? Because he's in Chicago living his best white man criminal life. And I'm just like, who are you talking to that's going to teach you voodoo? And so for us to have this like random flashback where they kill somebody to take a car <laughs> and he's like, pop, pop, voodoo for dummies. <laughs> and it's like, well, that answered my question. <laughs> yeah. That was, a, that was such a fun flashback with both the, um, the actress playing young young Tiffany and the act and uh, Fiona because it's such a fun scene and then when she like slashes his throat open, she's like, oh I love the shade. <laughs> I was like, this is high camp for everyone. And I just, I love it so much. Like it also makes me happy because the first time we like meet Jennifer when she's <laughs> sorry the first time we meet Tiffany, um, <laughs> it's in Bride of Chucky where she's cutting somebody's throat with what looks like a very similar knife. I'm gonna have to go back True. and make sure it's not too similar because I mean, if I keep in props, that's a whole other level to this that I was not ready for. <laughs> um, but it was you know, Don Mancini's got a whole room that's just Chucky shit. <laughs> he shows up one of those pods that they end up filming everything. It's like put everything in here. We're gonna need it in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, are we ready to get to tops and bottoms? All my life. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part. Right. Right. It's on my resume. <laughs> All right, well, let's go with our tops. Ryan, go with your top first. Okay, these flashbacks. Like, flashbacks don't tend to work for me, to be honest. Like, Same. they can kind of, like, Same. break pacing. But they're adding another layer without damaging like the 40 years of Chucky lore. So I like the dimension they're adding. It's adding and not like coming in conflict with stuff they've already said. Yeah. It's like yeah. they actually paid attention to all the, the stuff that they've said in the IP, which that's painstaking because there's a lot of child's play in Chucky movies. Like there's a lot of them, but they're taking their time and it's landing for me. Yeah, Can you true. imagine what Don Mancini's Google Drive looks like just for Chucky? Oh, can you a fucking match? He had he had to, he had to pay to upgrade that shit like three <laughs> times by now. He ain't fucking with his free stores like I am. He's like, no, 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 no. 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 <laughs> He's not deleting stuff to make a space for more stuff like we're doing right now. Like, no, right? ma'am, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. He's never been like copy document. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I need all of this. I I have like eighteen movies and three seasons of a show and short films to make. I ain't got time to fuck with this. <laughs> And the fact that he's starting in the 80s, it makes me wonder, like, was he, like, actually, like, one of the few people in the 80s who actually, like, had a legitimate computer? Or was he with a fucking typewriter being, like, child's play? Or oh, does he just have <laughs> thousands of notebooks that are just, like, piled up in his Chucky room shit, his Chucky shit room? <laughs> these are the questions people need to fucking ask him. Because I'm tired of people not asking him these questions. <laughs> like, Don, if you're listening out there, come on the show. We'll ask you. You can, you can take your camera and give us a tour of your Chucky room, because I know you have it. At least one, if not multiple. A Chucky home. <laughs> a home for Chucky. So nice. Oh, oh my God. First of all, we wouldn't get shit done if he was on no. here. We would just be like this the whole time. <laughs> It'd be like, do you know who you are? And he's like, oh no, it's one of these. <laughs> Especially if there is, like, because like y'all said, there has to be like a Chucky room, like you saw, or a Chucky house. Like he has to have like 
some exclusive shit up in there. Right. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh yeah. I, I can we would be that. like, wait, 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 go back, go back, go back. What is that? Zoom in right there. Right there, right there. Right. Wait, can to I the left, that? to the left. Can I have that? My address <laughs> is <laughs> Right. Right. Mm. Oh my God. Now I show up to the next thing we do live and Jennifer Tilly's wig, just like what? Is this was I not supposed to take this? Oh my god. The scream that would leave my body. <laughs> I need you to know. If I log on here and you have on that wig. I'm not going to be good for business. I'm just going to shut down. <laughs> He's going to be like, out. I'm out. Leave the room. <laughs> Call my toast. Sheree, what's your top Come on, guys. Um, <laughs> I, I, okay, so I guess I have two tops because I skipped over a note. Um, top number one is clearly, I got you now, bitch. Um, nobody can deliver a line like Brad. Like, that's just, let us not even pretend <laughs> this was. I feel like Don was like Brad. This is your episode for one-liners because you got like twelve in right? this one episode. Can you imagine coming in for the day and being like, "I have twenty lines, and all of them are got you, bitch." <laughs> got it. Thank you. <laughs> um, and my other one is Devin with the taser again. That's big top energy. I whatever whenever Devin breaks out the taser, I am pleased with him. That sparks joy for me. Sure, and- don't give their relationship labels yet. They don't know who's the top and who's the bottom. Okay. Oh, but we know. We know. <laughs> Let me stop. I'm gonna stop. That's. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're like twelve. We're terrible. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yes, my top moment is Devin telling his mom and her reaction to it. It's very sweet. I'm a cheese ball. And I'm still rooting for Devin and Jake. That scene where they're sitting there talking about their favorite final girls and they talk about Lori Strode and how she deserves all the, and Jamie deserves all the awards. I was like, yes, that's who I wanted to be when I was 12. <laughs> I wanted one of them to say evil dies tonight, but otherwise it was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. I feel like I heard someone say it. Like, maybe. No, no. I think it was <laughs> you, Ryan. <laughs> evil dies tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? I'm gonna I'm gonna alter a clip and it's gonna be like I fucking love Laurie Stroud Evil Dogs tonight. She should deserve all of the awards. <laughs> all right, Ryan, what's your bottom moment? We the, still love bottoms around here. Well, yes, we do. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was about to say something. You be starting me, Trent. Uh, I, I was about to say <laughs> you be starting me. Uh, the first family, how like sweet they were and like just letting people run game on their children. That was my bottom of the week because I'm like, y'all just let strangers up in your house. They have weapons. They literally strapped up like Lara Croft from Tomb Raider. And you let, I just, y'all look like FBI agents and you're saying you're with the Census Bureau. Like, I did not that's buy not that. Right. <laughs> I, right. I took a look at them and they're like, this ain't right. This is not right. If I didn't know who they was, I would know who they was. The way my mom would not let census people like, past the doorstep. I need you to understand this. It just was not realistic to me. Like, my mom be like, she talks through a crack. Like, she real live was like, oh, there's like, and then she would over-exaggerate how many people in the house. I'm like, mom, that they're not going to do anything. There's 13 people in this house. <laughs> there's no, there's not. people. <laughs> so. We're all of age and strapped. Like, okay, alright. <laughs> I, I was just I was a census taker for a summer. Nobody lets you in their house and nobody answers your questions. Um, they look at you like you've done something. And it's like, and you especially when you bring up how many dolls you got, be like, 
You need to leave. You need to go. I, that's when I would have really been like, you know what? We fucked up. We ain't gonna fuck up twice. You gotta go. Um, <laughs> but also, Charlie. Hi, I'm Charlie. He forgot who he was. It's been too many movies. Yeah, he's like, oh no, not Andy. <laughs> I'm Charlie. <laughs> I'm innocent. I didn't do nothing. That didn't save Tommy's ass either. Cause Lex kicked his ass and then Jackie's like, <laughs> Oh my god. Um but my bottom this week is everything about Junior. That's as specific as I can be. Everything about his, the way he breathes, <laughs> the way he talks to people. The way his hair moves in the wind, like his hoodie ugh. choices. Um <laughs> everything about Junior. Everything about Junior's a bottom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and my bottom is Devin's mom arresting the teacher. It was hard for me to choose a bottom for this episode because it was like, there were a lot of good moments. But that was the one I was like, really, girl? This is what you're doing? This is, this, this is the choice. The way she interrogated her also, which was just her coming in to threaten her, and I was like, Detective Evans, have you not done enough bad, awful things? Your sloppy coppin' is legendary. And she's like, I need y'all to remember who I am on the way out. And it was like, we will. Bye-bye, Felicia. Bye, Bye Felicia. <laughs> I hope her yeah. first name is Felicia in this. I didn't actually check. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sheree, what is our tweet of the week? Our tweet of the week is from at Thackeray Binks 86. It would appear that Chucky is a fan of Death Becomes Her. Hashtag Chucky, hashtag Chucky TV series. And there's two images of Detective Evans at the bottom with her neck bent. And then, of course, um, one of <laughs> fucking Death Becomes Her. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, so yes, with Miss Merrill's neck also bent. And yeah. I was I didn't catch that because I just watched I it. I just rewatched it becomes her like a few months ago. And I wasn't like, this feels familiar. I just recently I not recently, like with about within this year, watched it for the first time. And <gasps> I loved it. I don't know why it took me so long. I just it's flew under my radar. I know. Don't get me wrong, but I've seen it now. We're good. It's the one and time Bruce Willis had a purpose. Oh my God. Why are we choosing <laughs> violence today? Why? I didn't catch it either. Like I didn't um until like um I saw it on the timeline. I didn't catch okay. it. I bet you with the movie and I was like, turn this whole podcast around. <laughs> that, movie, right now. that movie is part of the reason I am gay. Okay, so don't do not play with me. Like after that day, I was like, Oh, okay, I understand what I am now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this series, this series loves loves its cookies. Like I want to go, I just oh, yeah. go back and watch all the little like things because apparently I haven't seen Cape Fear. I haven't me. seen that either. Um, but apparently, there's there's like a ton. Like one of Devin's lines is even like directly from the film. So he's like, watching it in his room when his mom comes talk to him. Right. Oh, okay. And so, some of the yeah. music cues and like some of the angles, it's I have not seen it since I was a child. Um, and back then, I did not fuck with thrillers. So I I don't know if it's good or not. I know Robert Nero's the bad guy and Nick Nolte's the good guy, and my childhood brain was confused by that. Right, <laughs> right. I'm like, huh, who, <laughs> who? <laughs> and they were like, you're a child, Shh. and I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> all right. Uh, so thank you all for joining. Thank you, Ryan, for joining us again. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. Next up, we have a bonus episode because Shrey and I can't do math. And we're covering. You're welcome. <laughs> Cry Wolf with slash her, and it's dropping Friday morning. So not a normal Monday morning. It's Friday. It's a Friday gift. It's a Thanksgiving miracle. It is. It's the Great Turkey, Trent Brown. Um, 
And we'll be back here next Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, talking about Chucky because we're thankful for little Charles Lee Ray and all his hobbies. Um, so check it out Tuesday on USA or Sci-Fi at 9 Central, 10 Eastern, so you can check us out and not get spoiled because we're going to talk about the shit, obviously. And you know what's going down. It might be the penultimate episode because like, it's either 8 or 10 episodes. And if it's 8, next week is like number 7. Oh, y'all didn't see the one yeah. that said it was sixteen up. I'm teasing. Let me let me chill. Uh, Get out. You know what, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the tomb. I'll see you in fifty hours. <laughs> All right, so as always, thank you so much for listening and joining us. And make sure that you stay fierce out there. Bye. Bye. <laughs>